Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Hope you're having an absolutely wonderful Monday. We're talking about all kinds of sports today, mostly Razorbacks as we usually do. And so, uh, Randy Rainwater's out today. I'm Rick Schaefer, and today we have in the studio, we're going to play his theme, and then we're going to play the other theme. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, Dependable Towing and Vehicle Recovery Service. Ask for Asher. We have to ask Trey Biddy uh, if Asher helped him out of Reynolds hey. Razorback Stadium on uh, Friday. <laughs> you, were, you were struggling to get out, weren't you? I, I saw that. I'm safe. <laughs> Made it free. i, I, I got to ask you a few questions about your talk and walk. So, walk and talk. Walk and talk. <laughs> I knew I'd have it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who's holding? Who's who's holding the camera? You got a shoulder mount or something? We have a whole crew. We have a production crew. Uh, no, it's just me. Because I'm going like, how does he not run into something? Nor nor the photographer yeah, backing no, up just, doesn't run into something. It's just a selfie stick. It's just me, crazy old Trey Biddy talking to himself basically, um, walking around with a selfie stick. Well, yeah, I, I sure enjoy him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Well, it originated because I was doing, I would do a stand-up and just, you know, have a camera on a tripod, and eventually I just kind of started grabbing the tripod, because I would just, you know, I was getting frustrated, and I'd talk, and I'd like point to something, you know, with the camera, and anyway, it just evolved into that, so... There you go. Okay, well, Trey, we walk and talk, hadn't been (laughs) very happy lately, but... No, no, we noticed that. Okay, well, uh, Tony and Vivi's already got a question for you, so let's put him on okay. the air. Hi, Tony, you're on the air. Hey, good, good evening. Thanks for taking my call, uh, Rick and Ray and Trey. Uh, my question for Trey is, I, I know that, you know, KJ got hurt in that, in that game, and then we brought in uh, the, the transfer quarterback. And to me, I thought the transfer quarterback was going to be outstanding. I know that he was hurt by the same things that KJ was, the offensive mm-hmm. line not blocking. But I yep. did expect more from him. Could you think it might have been more of like clipboarditis? Like he might have been holding the clipboard too long and not really prepared to come into the game because he probably didn't think he was going to come into the game. Or, or do you think that uh, it's more hanging on the offensive line? And I noticed we went and got some offensive linemen out of the portal already to come One. in. And do you see more coming? And I'll, I'll just hang up and listen. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, uh, I definitely see more coming on the offensive line. And, yeah, I do chalk a lot of the problems that Arkansas has had at quarterback, both with Criswell and K.J. Jefferson, to the offensive line. I, I mean, they just – K.J. Jefferson's a mobile quarterback. He's been sacked 41 times this year. That's just – it's just ridiculous. And, you know, some of that's K.J., sure, holding on to the ball too long. But most of it is – Blister's just coming straight at him untouched. And I think that's partly the offense and, you know, just the offensive line not really understanding what they're supposed to do at times. And I think it's affected K.J. and Criswell. I think K.J. is a much better quarterback. I mean, I know he is. I've seen him operate as a quarterback, you know, before this offensive system came in, and he was pretty effective. Obviously, he put up some ridiculous numbers, and I know a lot of people are frustrated with K.J., but... There's a lot of times where K.J. was just about all they had offensively. And he's not perfect. I mean, he may not be an NFL quarterback, maybe an NFL tight end or something, but he's definitely a college quarterback. And, you know, I know a lot of people are ready to, like, talk about ready to move on and stuff. But, uh, 
Oh, sometimes I say, "Be careful what you wish for." Mm. Uh, but Criswell, you know, he's got a really big arm, but we we just we can't see what Criswell's capable of behind this offensive line. They've got to figure things out up front. I would expect a lot of movement in the transfer portal. Just you know, I don't know if it'll be as much as last year or not, but I would expect you know you're going to have to replace players on this team that would surprise you that they would transfer. I mean, there's. Guys, there's so much money flowing out there right now for teams that want good players and the pressure to win, and you don't have your NIL stuff in order and ready to go, then you're going to lose players. I mean, that's that's what I'm waiting to see what happens. Does Arkansas have things in order, or are they about to lose some guys? And I'm not just talking offensive line. I'm talking everybody. You know, everybody's up for grabs really right now. So I know Pittman's doing exit interviews with players. Uh, starting off with guys that you know, have level, uh, have you know NFL type of ability, and then working his way from there. But I know he started that today, and uh, you know you just gotta you gotta keep the good guys that you got, and hope that you bring in some better players. And I've, I've said this today on my show with the offensive line, they need to keep the guys that they had starting on the offensive line. Now there may be some other guys, and this is something I wouldn't have said years ago. But there's some other guys that they need to encourage to leave they just do but the guys that started for them they need to encourage them to stay and come and compete with the guys that they bring in to take their spots and that's this cutthroat sounding as it is that's the business this day and age this is college football now so uh, cut the guys that can't beat out the guys that are on this offensive line that have been in the system for a few years and uh and keep the guys that you did have starting and make them compete with the guys you bring in and if you don't have your nil stuff in in order um then it's going to be rough so trey i could probably ask you questions for the rest of this time and this is one of the unfair mm-hmm. things of having on for such a short time because we got to let our listeners uh, do the questions when they have them and larry mm-hmm. is on the line and he has a question for trey hi larry hey uh trey i know this is not a criticism to you but i, I noticed mm-hmm. all these coaches searches and, and i know we're going to have that with the coordinator at arkansas and all the speculation and then but i noticed that you retweeted i follow you on on twitter and 24 7 sports and you're i guess someone in your organization tweeted that that uh they and m had named stoops the coach breaking yeah. news and you retweeted it and they deleted it because i'm sure mm-hmm. they were embarrassed about it and, and you see that happen all the time in this in the day of social media gotcha journalism if you want to call it journalism and you know i know that hurts your credibility like every other journalist out there trying to do the a solid job when you when you pass along information that's your organization my question is how do you avoid that is there one guy that it 24 7 who who did that is there a committee that reviews that because it's well, not just 24 7 it's it's it, you see it all the time i mean in all this the time. particular instance i mean he was pretty much all but hired but yeah you're right i mean there is obviously a, a jumping of the gun before all the papers are signed um trying to be first i get it i mean yeah. it, so how do, how do you how do you I mean, I wouldn't say that like even twenty four seven was first on that. I mean, that was being reported by pretty much everyone, and then there was kind of an uprising amongst fans and boosters over it. I mean, that was a pretty, that was a unique situation. That was like along the Tennessee Greg Schiano deal, where yeah, like, he was he was being hired, and there was a grassroots movement basically to make him not the hire. I think Stoops is a good coach. I think Elko is probably a better hire yeah. for them, but. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. not just y'all. I mean, it, it happens all with every search. I just wondered, how do you? Is there anybody over there that says, "Hey, pump the brakes until we can verify"? Because that's the way it used to be when you had a, the, the luxury of having a newspaper the next morning, right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seemed like people were verifying. Like the brass at A and M was. I think I think that they had Stoops. Who was the hire? I think he was telling people that he was that he was going there, and when it started leaking out like that people kind of revolted and the course yeah changed. i think it's well just, it's a little here's bit different what situation i'm sure what what's going to happen is arkansas is going to hire a new oc and some organization's going to break news with the wrong guy why you know it just happens every time it's kind of frustrating as a fan 
I doubt that. Yeah. I, I don't know that anybody will leak that the wrong way because usually when you hire an assistant coach, he's either left his school and so somebody breaks it from there. Or they're mm-hmm. introducing him. So I don't know that you yeah. have a lot of and speculation, a lot of names, but I think the actual hire will be accurate. This well, isn't, uh, this isn't a new development, like, all of a sudden. I mean, no, no it's not. Bill has been hired as head coach here before. Yeah. Um, it's not, yet. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I remember seeing, watching the news when Tupperville was announced as yeah. the next head coach at Arkansas. Well, it just ma- uh, it makes me skeptical, you know, nowadays. I don't believe anything until you You're skeptical yeah, of the yeah. news? <laughs> yeah. You don't think it's fair and balanced? No. Okay. All right. All right. Thank okay, you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Well, I've told the story too often, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time with it. I was the sports information director, and the night before the hire of the new football coach replacing Danny Ford, I felt very confident it was Tom Tuberville. Orville Henry felt so confident he wrote it, and but by by late the night before, it had changed to Houston Nut. Orville was embarrassed and mad at Coach Broyles for quite some time. So it has happened even to the guy that supposedly knows everything about Razorback sports. I, re- I remember going on the 10 o'clock sports. <clears throat> and I knew that Tommy Tuberfield was at the College Football Hall of Fame in New York. I knew he had called all his assistants off the road uh, and was leaving New York. And yep. so I, I went with that. Yep. There you go. Okay, let's go to DK, who's got a question for Trey. Hi, DK. Good evening, fellas. Uh, look here, Mr. Biddy. Mm-hmm. It was a caller just called in probably uh, four or five calls ago. And he kind of, everything I was thinking, it seemed like he hit it right on the head. <laughs> okay. and, 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 and Rick kind of kind of like, hold up, you pump the brakes for a minute. But he was saying, you know, as a fan, he expected eight wins next year. As a fan, that, that's what I'm looking for, eight wins next year. Then he was like, what kind of OC can you kind of get knowing the situation? You know what I'm saying? That you might be here for only one year. Uh, and then I'm like, no matter who you hire, I, I don't see you getting eight wins. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, expound on that one for me as a fan? Yeah. W- what would be a, a sensible number? I'm going to take your answer off air. Y'all have a good day. Thanks, DK. Yeah. No, and I don't and think, let me just I say briefly, think... I, I didn't say they had – he said – he said Arkansas had to win eight games for Sam to be retained, and I, I just asked him, I said, are you making that decision? And he said no. So it, it may take, I don't know what it's going to take, but anyway, go ahead. Well, I think Sam needs to have a year next year, um, yes. you know, given how this one went. But, right. But uh, I don't think that, and, you know, there's going to be ebbs and flows with Arkansas football, but I think historically if you're saying, like, okay, this guy needs to show us something tomorrow, I don't think eight and four Four and four in conference, just like middle of the pack in conference. I don't think that's a lot to ask uh, if you're an Arkansas fan. And I can understand you have dips and you have uh, peaks as a program. Um, you know, I don't think, like people say, Arkansas needs to win eight games every year. I don't know that that's true. I think maybe sometimes you have a six win. But, uh, hey, maybe sometimes you have a nine or ten. You know, maybe it averages out to, to something like that. But that that's just kind of my opinion on it. Uh, as for a coordinator... Coordinators get pretty good deals this day and age. You know, Brandon Marion's a guy that's been talked about a lot. I'm not, I don't know what his salary is exactly, but I mean, well, it's less than Bobby Petrino's because Petrino left to go to A&M. Yeah, exactly. he was the offensive coordinator. So exactly, and Jimbo was viewed as a guy that needed to win. Yeah, <laughs> and that's you know, right when they hired Petrino. But when you're a coordinator, the the deal you're getting. So say Marion's getting three hundred a year there of 300 probably right UNLV probably right right so Arkansas would probably pay him I would think in the neighborhood of 1.2 yeah and not just 1.2 for one year a three-year probably you know we're talking like a three-year guarantee yeah type of deal guaranteed contract which is what coordinators are starting to get now so even if you come in for one year and he's 36 years old so he comes in for one year and he's guaranteed $3.6 million, I would think that maybe that would be something that he would consider taking a gamble Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I just I think that's – and everybody's a lame duck coach. Everybody in college football is at risk of being fired immediately. I Did mean, you the, think the Houston game would has fire changed. its coach? I mean, the guy's done a good job, but this year they were down a little bit, and so they fired yeah. him. 
They're two years removed from 12 and 2. Yeah. Um, but everybody will do that now. I mean, like, because the transfer portal has put it in a situation not that much different than the NFL where you can change a roster entirely um, in an off season, and people expect results quick, and especially yeah. people that are donating money to NIL, donating, you know, big money to the program. They expect quick results, um, and that's just the nature of college football. In, in this day and age, and that's it. That's that's the bottom line. Hey, Rick, okay. can I tell you about our Cyber Monday deal? Please do. All right, so Cyber Monday, 75% off. That's We're still running that deal. It is going to end soon, though, so mm-hmm. sign up. It breaks down to $0.07 cents a day, $0.52 cents a week, two twenty four a month, and build at just $26.85 at HAWGsports.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. So if you want to follow along with the coaching search, with all the transfer portal news, recruiting, we've got contact period open December 1st. December 4th, we've got um, the opening of the transfer portal. Of course, that can players can announce they're in a transfer portal any time and just do it on the December 4th. Um, and, you know, we <laughs> there's obviously a lot of going on to follow. It's not all positive news like we'd hope, but uh, it is certainly interesting if you're concerned about the status of Razorback football and basketball, of course. So go sign up, HAWGsports.com, no promo code required, and it's 75% off as part of our Cyber Monday sale. It is easy for me to talk about Tacos for Life because I love eating there. It's easy for me to talk about subscribing to Trey Biddy's service because I read it every day and it's very good. So yeah. uh, to get like 75% off, seven cents a day, that's uh, you can't beat that. Okay, Buy a meal, give a meal. <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay, we've got two more callers. I hope we can get to both of them here. Will has a question for Trey. Go ahead, Will. All right, good afternoon, Rick, uh, Ray, Trey. Yes. Trey, uh, nice endorsement from Bobby Bones there on the. Twitter. Oh yeah, that was sweet, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Bobby Bones well, pays hey. for it and loves it. That's what he said. <laughs> Good. Well, Trey, real quick. Uh, so, when they hire a new offensive coordinator, it, it's been rumored that they had fired Cody Kennedy today, but I don't think that has come to fruition. But when they hire think, a new let coordinator, let me just talk on that real quick because. Sam Pittman, unless he is trying to send a message like he did last year uh, firing the strength coach, Jamil Walker, unless he's trying to send a message, he's going to give, in most cases, uh, coaches an opportunity to find another landing spot before um, you know, just outright firing them. And that's pretty typical of coaches. Uh, he did that for Dominic Bowman last year, who really did a terrible job, I thought. And he did it for him. I think he would probably do that for Cody Kennedy if that is what comes to pass. Okay, and also, so when, they hire, new, when they, hire new op- yep. they hire a new offensive coordinator, does that offensive coordinator, will he typically bring in his own position coaches, or is that decision made by the head coach? And I'll uh, hang up and listen. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Will. Uh, that didn't happen last year. Uh, I think because Sam Pittman, you know, obviously likes Jimmy Smith, Kenny Guyton. Um, and then I don't know if Dan had a whole lot of involvement with bringing in um, Morgan uh, at tight end, but that didn't happen last year with Browse. You know, Kenny Guyton was his guy. When Barry Odom came in, you know, he brought some of his guys also. So. Yes, I would expect the offensive coordinator to have at least one coach that he would want to bring either with him or hire from somebody else who he is very familiar with and knows his offense. That's typically what you see. Trey, am I not correct that when he hired Travis Williams, I think he had a big impact on having Marcus Woodson. Oh, no question. Yeah. Well, and Darren Wilson. Yeah, all three. Yeah, that's right. They were they were all you know they were all in cahoots together. All right, let's see what J.D. has for Trey Biddy. J.D. has the busy signal for Trey. You know, Trey, hey, Trey, but it didn't happen on your first call. It didn't happen until no. about the fourth. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Well, what do you think, Trey, of Texas A&M firing a coach whose team went 7-5 and five to hire a coach whose team went 7-5? and five? 
<laughs> yeah, but that was a little different. Elko's a good coach. You know, I had yeah, Elko so, on our yeah. coaching search hot board back in 2019, mm. and I remember people scoffing at the idea that I would have him on the hot board. Uh, but he was a pretty good coach back then at Texas A&M but, um, and come from Notre Dame. He's got a pretty good pedigree, but uh, I, I I actually think that's a good hire by A&M, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, you think about uh, these, and, and we mentioned earlier, what do you think? If he hired um, Marion from UNLV or any other coach whose team is in a bowl game, he's got to have them here right away. They've got to leave yeah. their school to come, don't they? It's important, yeah. And Marion, is, they're playing in the Mountain West Championship game. Yeah. So that wouldn't be like a quick deal. Uh, Buster Faulkner, there's been some talk on the interwebs that, uh, that he might not be interested in Arkansas. But, you know, he would be a guy that fits, checks a lot of the boxes, according to what Sam Pittman said uh, on Saturday about, uh, you know, the type of guy that he would like to bring in as offensive coordinator. I mean, when I look at, like, all the people that would be possibly a you know consideration of, you know, somebody who wants to be here, somebody who – you know, has connections to Arkansas because he was a quarterbacks coach at UCA in 2009. He was OC at uh, at Arkansas State, I believe, 2016. Um, you know, so he has connections here. He's coaching the SEC and in the SEC footprint. You know, so and you know, Faulkner they put up 23 points against Georgia. That may not sound like a lot, but nobody's put up that many points against yeah. them. I think they had 242 rushing yards in that game. You know, so he would be a guy that to me would fit that. Although there's been talk that he might not be interested. Um, you know, the only other guy, you know, when I go down and, like, check every list, is like uh, G.J., Kenny, is it – I always say his name wrong. Um, is it Ken or Kenny? But he was here at Arkansas back in 2019 for a, a brief moment. He's at Texas State now. And the only other guy – but he he's the head coach there, so he would be, like, you know, leaving a head coaching job, paying him an $800,000 to, you know, BOC at Arkansas. I don't know if that's a move that he would want to make or not. Uh, it might be a long shot, but uh, – him and then, I mean, I don't have Bobby Petrino on my coaching search hot board, but he would be the only <laughs> other guy that would fit that, that yeah. would fit those characteristics. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going to go there. But how do no, I know? You don't think so? No, don't think so. <laughs> Desperate times. Well, Trey will be asking you these same questions tomorrow when you return yep. on Drive Time Sports. Dustin, I'm sorry Thanks, I missed you with Trey, but hang on, we'll take your call when we come back on Drive Time. The Buzz presents the Dodgeball Santa Tournament Sunday, December 10th at the Little Rock Tech Park on Main Street. This festive dodgeball tournament features teams in their favorite holiday costumes competing for the coveted Giant Wrench. Teams are limited, so go get your team together and get registered today. The 2023 Dodgeball Santa Tournament presented by 103.7 The Buzz benefits Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas and North Louisiana. Get more info at dodgeballsanta.com. Special thanks to Rock City Tees. Hello, Buzz listeners. It's a Black Friday sales event at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep in Sherwood. This is the biggest sales event of the year. Buy now, make no payments till February, plus available sales tax paid. And we'll also give you a $500 gift card to help with the holidays. You'll save up to $15,000 on a new 23 Ram Eco Diesels or up to $12,000 on all new Heavy Duty Ram 2500 or 3500s. And also up to $8,000 off new Jeep Cherokees and up to $10,000 off new Jeep Grand Cherokees. You'll get the deal of a lifetime and make no payments till February and get a free $500 gift card. There's never been a better time to buy. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We're making deals every day like it's the last day of the month. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Is your beard the envy of men everywhere? Prove it. Arkansas Urology and 103.7 The Buzz want to celebrate your locks and honor No Shave November 
and celebrate men's health with the Beard Bracket Challenge presented by Arvest Bank. Visit ArkansasUrology.com to submit your bearded photo from now until November the 26th for a chance to win a flat screen TV. We'll post all the beard photos on Facebook and whichever photo gets the most likes will win. Submit yours today at ArkansasUrology.com. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment, forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer in Whitehall. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. I love it here in Arkansas. It's a great place to live and work, to raise a family. You've got beautiful scenery, tons to do outdoors, and we love our sports. Arkansas is just a great place. It's one of the things I like most about First Security Bank. They started years ago right here in Arkansas. Now, after 80 years of growth, First Security is still only in Arkansas. That means they reinvest in people and businesses right here at home. They have local roots, and they're proud of them. I don't know about you, but that means something to me. At First Security, you bank with professionals who know what they're doing. They also know you and your community. So whether you need a personal or business checking account, a credit card, help with a loan, or just want to ask someone a question, First Security is your home for friendly local support. Stop by one of their 70 convenient locations or check them out online at fsbank.com. First Security Bank, only in Arkansas. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker in Central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer in Northwest Arkansas. All season long, we have enjoyed hearing from Landon Leach, who I think gives excellent analysis on what's going on with Arkansas quarterbacks and everything else. And so, Landon, thanks for joining us this week. We hate to see football season end for you, but uh, glad to get your analysis tonight. Thanks for being on. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, and enjoyed another good year at it. Okay, uh, so you know, good year for radio. What do you think about the hog situation right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's a difficult one, and, uh, you know, I think everyone's on the edge until we find out, uh, you know, who the OC hire is, and uh, you definitely, uh, for lack of better terms, you got to have someone, I think, that's going to be able to put some points up, obviously. Uh, I think you're going to need to go back to a more simplified approach, which is college football these days, uh, where you can play fast and um, you know, you can keep base defenses on the field. Um, you know, but the, the biggest thing is, and I know it's, you know, everybody knows, but it, it all starts with the offense line. And, you know, I spent a couple of days, well, this weekend, just kind of going back over some of the games. And I didn't really pay attention to just how poor our technique was on the offensive line this year uh, until I really started slowing it down and looking. And, and I think that, uh, you know, we've also, everybody talks about the pass pro, but we honestly hadn't been very good in pass pro, you know, even the last couple of years. Uh, but we've been able to run the ball so well that they weren't able to bring the blitzes they were able to this year. Uh, and, and I think we got exposed quite a bit more. Um, you know, and when I'm talking about technique, you, you've got guys that are leaning forward. That's why you saw so many on the ground this year. Uh, you've got guys also back on their heels, and that's why they couldn't handle the bull rush. Um, so, you know, that stuff definitely has to get cleaned up. And, and my only other thought on that is, you know, people are going to say, well, you know, we've been able to run block before and the technique wasn't bad. Well, 
you know, basically under brawls, you ran what's called the script play, which is basically everybody has a hand on the shoulder running down the line and, uh, you know, blocking man on man and, and the running back finds the hole. And then you ran some concepts at the inside zone. Well, this year you tried to go to where you ran the power, the counter, the inside zone, outside zone. And when that happens, the offensive line steps after being seen. And uh, I, I feel like a, a lot of it was them thinking too much, uh, not being comfortable. Uh, when they do that, they get out of position, and then that's when the, the technique failed on them. So a uh, long ways to go there, but uh, definitely things that I think you can fix in the offseason uh, along with a, a good OC uh, hire that, that simplifies things. Okay. All right, we've had uh, Dustin hanging on for a while. He's got a question for all of us here. So, Dustin, thanks for thanks for holding on. Well, thanks for taking the call, guys. Good evening. How are you all? Great. Thank you. So, question here is kind of regarding the timeline for what offseason looks like, since mm-hmm. this will really be the first true offseason uh, under Coach Pittman, that he's had the extra time to recruit both transfers and traditional high school kids uh, and not have to put in the time and practice for a bowl game. Not that that's better in any way, but I was hoping you could lay out what the the timeline looks like for exit interviews, when the portal opens, and, and how busy he'll be in the first half of December, and then also just kind of your prospects on what it would look like now that we know the NCAA has not made any changes to the timeline for this year. Coaches have complained about that for several years, how fast it is, especially at the end of the calendar year. Do you expect uh, Sam with having to do a coaching search for OC that he can get that done quick enough that they can take advantage of the time on the road as opposed to having to put time into practices this year. I'll take y'all's answer off the air. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dustin. Okay, first of all, the one change they did make is the transfer portal. The window is briefer. And so, and it starts next Monday. So, can Sam act quickly enough? He, he has said he definitely wants an offensive coordinator hired this week. And that means if he is hiring a coordinator that is with a team that's in a bowl game, that coordinator is going to have to miss the bowl game he, 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 because Sam has to have him here right away uh, because of the transfer portal. Uh, after that, as far as timeline, he made an excellent point, Landon, I really hadn't thought about, and that is with no bowl preparation, the coaches have been complaining about this early signing date in December because they're all getting ready for bowls and all that kind of stuff. Arkansas is not. For one time, this might work to their advantage because they can get transfer portal guys in, they can get high school recruits in, and not worry about practice. They can just recruit them. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you like to look at it that way, and, and obviously you'd like to have the practices, um, you know, but I believe, and this isn't the bursting one's bubble, but I believe it's next Thursday starts a dead period until. Uh, until National Signing Day. So you can't be out on the road recruiting. Uh, wow. So basically it's all phone calls, it's all text messaging. Uh, that's the only way to contact. So, you know, I don't know how much of an advantage that gives you because, you know, you are bowl prepping and those type of things. Uh, so you might get a few extra hours uh, where you would normally be practicing and uh, doing those things. But, um, you know, it's, it's not as big of an advantage as you think it'd be because they can't be out on the road recruiting during that time. But they, but portal transfer players can come to your campus during that time, can they not? Yes, they can. Now that yes, absolutely. Uh, but again, you're you were already going to be there during practice. So, in my opinion, it'd be nice for them to be able to see you, see uh, how you prep and how you go about practice and how you coach and, and those type of things. So, uh, to me, it's a negative. I, I don't see any positives, you know, in not making a bowl game. Okay, well. We, we certainly have that down. Um, I thought Trey Biddy made an interesting point. Obviously, the offensive line, and you talked about looking at it and not fundamentally sound this year. What's going to happen with the offensive line coach? you got to believe that whoever the new offensive coordinator is is going to have a voice there. And Trey's point was that if he's, if he's got a coach that's not doing the job that he wants him to, he tries to help him get another job before he just says you're fired. But you got to think that uh, they need a lot of change with that offensive front, don't they? Yeah, and, you know, I, I've kind of mentioned it in passing uh, this year, and, and you've heard that there's, you know, been some some issues with the uh, the players not uh, 
really, uh, you know, for lack of better terms, caring for the coach a whole lot on the line. And I've been hearing that, you know, off and on for a couple of years now. So, you know, that, that, I think was a little bit to do with it, but I, I like you're saying that any OC that's going to come in now, especially in the situation that Pittman is in, you have to believe that they're going to want to bring their own guys in. And that's going to be something that, uh, you know, is non-negotiable for them. You know, if they're going to come into this situation, I know I heard Trey mention that basically everybody's, you know, a lame duck coach right now. Yeah, well, uh, Nick Saban's but, probably you know, not. At the same time, probably not. <laughs> right. But at the same time, what what you're going to have to do, in my opinion, with, with this OC hire is probably, one, you're going to have to pay more than what you want to pay an OC. Uh, and two, you're going to have to guarantee him a contract for maybe three years instead of two years or, or, yeah. or whatever it may be. Sure. Um, along with that, I, yeah, I think that they definitely have to be in that position where they're going to say, hey, I want to bring my own guys in. And I, and I think it is huge. I don't think people understand how important it is for the offensive coordinator and their offensive line coach to be in sync with each other. And I think that, you know, uh, Kennedy had been in an offense, you know, uh, and with Browse, he had been here long enough. It, and it's a much simpler offense to coach than what you came in with Enos. And I think that they just never were in sync with each other and how they wanted it coached. Because even every counter, you know, that a coach runs or every zone is coached up a little bit different uh, for each scheme that you bring in. And some coaches like it blocked one way and another coach likes it blocked another way. And uh, so, yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing Coach Kennedy back. I know that, you know, we've heard Coach Pittman say that he's, he thinks he's one of the best in the country. Uh, and maybe he is, and, and maybe it was just an off year. I don't know. I'm not sitting here saying that he's a bad coach because we did run the ball well in the last couple of years. But as I mentioned, we have never been a great uh, pass protection team. And, uh, you know, players' eyes were down. That's why you saw so many guys running free, which means they're helping double on someone and they get their body turned instead of staying square and aren't able to pick up the blitzes. And, and those are things that are coachable throughout the year, but it was the same thing over and over and over this year, and it just leads you to wonder, you know, how those things weren't corrected throughout the year. You know what? We, we excuse me. We we know money talks. Now, can you see Arkansas getting a marquee offensive coordinator in here, or are they going to have to get an up and comer? You know, you're, you're obviously not going to get someone that's established somewhere and that's in, no. you know, maybe the top 15 in the country. Um, you know, you, you can get a guy maybe that spent one year at a school and has performed well, or like you said, a young up-and-comer. Uh, you know, I keep hearing, for example, Coach Marion from UNLV, since we keep hearing his name. Well, that's an innovative offense. Maybe it's a guy that, hey, he's had, he's been one year at UNLV. He really showed out did a great job, you know, with their offense. He's created his own, what he calls the go-go offense, which basically it's a 20 and 21 personnel. So you're going to have two backs in the backfield at all times, uh, or at least 90% of the time, uh, either with one tight end or no tight ends and two or three receivers. Uh, so you, you really hope that you can get something that's innovative like that uh, to come in, someone that wants to prove themselves on a bigger stage than, you know, than UNLV is, for example, uh, and and hope that he can come in and perform extremely well. We have a great year. He he's likely to move on. You know, if he comes in and really shows out and probably gets a, a head coaching job somewhere. But those are the type that that I would be looking for. Someone that that's looking to take that next step in their career. Uh, that really makes them difficult to prepare for week in week out. And with his new offense, it is something that teams haven't seen a whole lot of and you, and you can get an advantage you know week in week out in preparation so Pittman and Barry Odom are best of friends and he's going to hire his offensive coordinator <laughs> <laughs> we'll see but, uh, you know it, it, it's a it's a doggy world and that's uh, right you know in coaching and uh you know it, it, I think we found out several times you know playing nice in this game and uh it doesn't get you anywhere no. and uh you know, but I also think that, that Odom knows if it's not us, it's probably going to be somewhere else this offseason that That's Marion right. goes to. And again, let's let's say he's making three three fifty a year, and somebody's going to pay him a million. He's going to go. Got to go. Okay. Well, 
Uh, we are talking to Landon Leach. We just got uh, somebody has said to us that linebacker Chris Poupal has announced on social media he's entering the transfer portal. Uh, well, that's just somebody telling us that. But at any rate, we'll be back with more on Drive Time Sports right after this. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. At Red River Ram Jeep, we're taking $10,000 off Ram HD trucks, all brand new 23 models. And we're taking $10,000 off 23 Jeep Gladiators. And we're taking up to 20% off on all 23 model Renegades in stock. Some people are saying, I gave too much for my vehicle two years ago. Well, we gave too much for these vehicles right now. That's why they're $10,000 off. Check us out at RedRiverRam.com for Arkansas's largest inventory during the Black Friday sales event. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is chicken and sausage jambalaya for only $7.49 per pound with roasted potatoes and peppers for $4.99 per pound. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Like many of you, after Thursday and Friday, we'd eaten a lot of turkey, and we still had some in the house, and we're still eating it. But it was great to take the grandkids to Tacos for Life on Saturday. It's a real treat for them. They don't get to do it very often. The youngest one's nine. The oldest one's 15. So, we didn't get to take advantage of the kids' menu, which you can right now. If you've got a young one, 29 cents for the kids' taco meal. That is really fantastic. A wonderful buy. But i got to tell you, they were excited. It was almost like Christmas early when we took them. They love going to Tacos for Life. Some of them, a couple of them will order two tacos. One of them will order one. Uh, our young granddaughter, she loves the uh, one of the quesadillas. And we just have the best time being there. It's not only enjoyable eating, but they just love being there. They love the chips and salsa. They love the chips and queso. And you're going to love that, too. If you're looking for a great place to take your kids for dinner, check out Tacos for Life. They will absolutely love it. Well, welcome back. And uh, Ray Tucker is in central Arkansas. Landon Leach is on with us. Okay, so I have. we've been so busy with calls and with people here. I've, I, we've got all this... 
Asher Record Service live fan feedback. So I'm just going to go back because Landon will be able to address a little bit of this. Uh, JR uh, gave us this right after we came on the show. There's no amount of money to fix the effort that was put on the field against Missouri. Juracek played his hand a week too early. That's obviously his opinion. It won't change the fact that that's who the coach is going to be. We also had a question, uh, Landon, about the bowl eligibilities. There's 82 spots, 79 eligible teams. James Madison, Jacksonville State get spots 80 and 81. Then they go to the highest-rated APR 5 and 7 team. It's Minnesota. So Minnesota is uh, going to get in with a 5 and 7. Here's one from Butterflies and Rainbows. But he doesn't sound like he's got rainbows here uh, as he talks. He says, I cannot believe Pittman's being kept for next year. Saturday was an embarrassment on national TV. Play was terrible. Can't keep our, didn't keep our composure. Uh, hog football that we, have, that we have pretended will eventually be successful is a hallucination. With all respect, Rick, I feel zero pity for Pittman with the kind of money he's making. Okay. Um, let's see from Mitch. Is it me or do you all think TB is just not playing good? Do you think he's still... Okay, that must be... Uh, Trevor Brazil. Brazil. Trevor Brazil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to Pat Bradley on that one. Uh, what confuses me, this is from Kurt. Pittman's a long-time O-line coach. How could this happen? Perhaps he tried to let the position coaches have a free hand. We did miss out on a few players and lost a couple of the portal comments. What do you think about that, Landon? That's, that's the image that is portrayed by Sam. He's a great offensive line coach, but that does a, he's not down there with them all the time like he was as the line coach, but is, is, is that an issue? Well, you know, that, that, uh, I think it was, uh, well, I don't remember what week it was, but it's when he, uh, I think I said on there, it's kind of when he lost me, and I, is when he said he didn't want to step on, a, on Kennedy's toes when people were asking if he was going to go help with the O-line. And uh, as a head coach, I understand what he's wanting to do. He's wanting to build to oversee everything and, and trust that his coaches are going to get things done. Now, when you're not getting it done and you clearly aren't getting it done through five, six weeks, why in the world, when, that's, when he can see on film how bad our technique is, how bad off we are, what's going on, You've got to think that he's going to spend more time down there with the line, but but apparently we didn't because we simplified. I can't tell you how simple our our blocking schemes were the last three weeks of the season, two weeks of the season, and we still look like we had no clue what we were doing. And so I, I'm not sure if we were just so far gone on the offensive line, um, you know, that there wasn't any hope. But you know, I, that definitely frustrated me. I don't understand. Uh, and, and Pittman, you know, Trey asked him the question uh, four or five weeks ago. He said, "He said, what would you say if someone told you four years ago, you know, you were going to have these issues on the offensive line?" And basically, Pittman didn't have an answer for it. And mm-hmm. you know that that's really discouraging um, because you've got talent there. I understand there's a lot of young talent, but you still had some uh, starters back. And and yeah, you. I don't think there's any excuse for it. Um, for the offensive line to be as bad as it was. I saw today we were 129th in the country in sacks per game. Mm. And that's just something that can't happen, uh, you know, when that's your specialty. Saban, for example, he still to this day coaches his D-backs and coaches his corners, his safeties. He spends, he'll true. tell you, he spends the majority right. of his time there. Yeah. So, you know, coaches aren't, uh, when he said that he is scared, he didn't want to step on his toes. That, that really bothered me. And, uh, yeah, I, I, to answer his question, I don't know why. Uh, there was not more time spent there with Pittman when, when that's definitely your specialty, and he's shown proven it throughout his career that he's an incredible O-line coach. Do you think when Bobby Petrino was a head coach at Arkansas, he was worried about stepping on somebody's toes? No, Heck no. He went in there and raised yep. nine kinds of whatever, nope. and he got it fixed. Right. Yeah, and he Absolutely. was quarterback. And, and I was going to yeah. say, you know, I, I think that's something that this entire staff is missing. And, and maybe I did see it, someone that uh, – the coach I really saw going after people still on Saturday and, and keeping them in check, you know, even after the fight and all that. Uh, and I just went blank. Our D line coach's name. Um, oh, Deke Adams. Deke, Deke mm-hmm. Adams. He was still. He had the fire in him. You could tell he wasn't going to put up with it. Landon Jackson jumps off sides. He pulls him out. Get over here, trying to correct things. I feel like we've missed that on offense. I don't see anybody on our staff that has that fire, that passion to get in someone's face. You know. 
grab them by the face mask, you know, like they used to. Obviously, you can't do that anymore. But, but really get in someone's face and, and say, what are we doing? You know, get into them, light them up. It, it's almost like they're taking on, and I feel like that is Pittman's personality as a head coach. It's just like, well, you know, here we are. What what are we doing? You know, what? why is this not getting better? I, I don't know. And and I feel like that, the, and it all started with KJ. I felt like KJ, you know, had that same attitude this year. And so I don't know if that's something that, that browsed because I didn't, we were doing well. I wasn't really paying attention. Maybe Browse was that guy before. Uh, but, but that is something that I feel like they're, it felt like they were missing all year with someone to just really jump in someone's butt and, uh, and get on them. Okay, let's see what BB and Little Rock has to say. Hi, BB. Good afternoon, man. Good to talk to you, as always. Thank you. Uh, here's the thing, and I've said it before on a couple of shows and on your show. Uh, Sam Pittman, he, did, he didn't know what he had at the beginning of the summer. As far as offensive linemen went, he did not know what he had uh, in the middle of the summer, and he didn't know what he had at the end of fall camp. Because if he did... He would have had uh, the guys working harder and on the offensive line technique and everything, just as Landon just said. Uh, we we have got major problems all over the place. I don't see our offensive coordinator is really going to be able to change much because it's Sam Pittman's major, uh, basic philosophy that we're riding on. So my fear is now we're going to see a whole bunch of people leave the uh, the football program uh, through the portal because they they don't want to be involved in a sinking ship. So the University of Arkansas, the Board of Trustees, and Hunter Juracek, they don't have enough money to pay off Sam Pittman. So we got ourselves one hay of a problem. So uh, address that about the money. But we don't even have donors that are willing to give uh, the the university NIL money except for, uh, I think, uh, the Hunt Corporation. And that's all I've heard of. So uh, it's going to be a, a very interesting uh, wall to climb, and we should have fired Pittman after the fourth or fifth loss. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, B.B. And uh, that one of our other live fan feedback said that um, Sam will be gone by the middle of next season. So that probably addresses what B.B. just said. I, I, I don't know Cody Kennedy, and, and I've watched him work. If Sam Pittman keeps Cody Kennedy, it is a PR blunder on his part. Probably so. Okay, let me get one more question here for Landon, see if we can get it in on live fan feedback. It felt like the receivers were not coached to find the empty spot. We're running into coverage in some places. Maybe K.J. was unable to get rid of the ball quicker. Any truth to that, I admit, I admit I'm no expert. What do you think, Landon? Well, I, I, again, we, we've talked a lot. We didn't take any shots hardly this year. So when you do that, you're not scaring the defense. They're going to play you know, lighter in the box. They're going to play, you know, at seven, eight yards versus 10 to 12, 14 yards deep, uh, which allows those underneath routes, those big routes, those curl routes. Uh, instead, they're jumping those routes, so it looks like, you know, there's no separation. The other thing that I would say is they've got to get more speed. You know, they're they're putting too much emphasis on height. They've got to get some, some burners that can, you know, beat man coverage and, and win downfield. I hope that will allow us to have some more pleasant Mondays with you next year, Landon. But thank you so much for your great expertise throughout the year. Enjoyed it, Landon. That's Landon Leach. Appreciate having him. We've got callers on the line. We've got Pat Bradley coming when we return on Drive Time Sports. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit Shamrock Roofer.